You're listening to the Darting Nerd Podcast. Karine Hammond, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, can you sum up your BDO World Trophy experience? Uh, it's been a really good experience. It's been great to be over here again, to be able to play in something that's, I guess, this prestigious. Um, it's a long way for me to travel, but I'm happy to do it. So, I mean, obviously I would have liked to have gone a bit further, but, you know, it's what happens, that starts. I'll get to play another game. So you reached the quarters. Are there many positives you can take from, from your run here? Um, I was happy to win my first game. It's always nervy playing your first one, so to get that under your belt and to be able to play a second day is always awesome. Absolutely. Um, and what have you made of the, the presentation that Dave has put forward? I think it's been fantastic. Like it's, it's been very professionally run. They've seemed to have done a good job. I've seen a couple of the matches on TV back at the hotel late at night, and it seems to have been really good, yeah. What are your aims now for the rest of the year? Is Lakeside now at the forefront? Yeah, I'm hoping to um, you know, retain a couple of titles at home, keep my ranking points up to be able to qualify for Lakeside in January. Excellent. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Corinne. You're welcome. John Scott, thanks very much for joining us. Last time we spoke, you just qualified for the UK Open. It was about half past one in the morning. Um, how was your UK Open experience? Yeah, brilliant. Um, I mean, it's the first time I've played at Minehead, although I'd played before when it was at Bolton. Um, so, new venue for me. Really nice setup. Um, on the, I was on board seven, I think, um, but in the back room. Um, unfortunately, I lost 6-5 in the first round to Dean Wayne Stanley. Um, it was a really good game. Um, I missed a few early doubles, if I remember, and I was 4-1 down. And then I managed to bring it back to four all with a, a nice one four five checkout, only to see him break the throw in the next leg with a one four one straight back, which wasn't very nice. But I did tell him, um, and ended up losing six five, like I say. Um, but overall, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you can't not enjoy it when you play darts at, at that level. You, you know, you're surrounded by the best players in the world, and just to be there is, is an achievement in itself. So, yeah. Does it give you the impetus and the encouragement to try and get back to that level competing more regularly there? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't go to the Q School this year for that exact reason because I felt last year especially I was just sort of going through the motions. I was doing the tournaments because I had to, not because I was really not, in, not so much not interested, but I just lost the heart for it. After playing on the Pro Tour, the Challenge Tour isn't quite as exciting and obviously I thought maybe to have a year out would give me that that hunger back Um, and yeah going to the UK Open obviously it does stir up old memories and make you think yeah I want to be here I want to be doing that Um, and to see Barry Lynn obviously one of the Riley's qualifiers doing really well was another inspiration for anyone who's trying to compete in the game so yeah hopefully next year I'll be back might be still doing the BDO rather than the PDC again um, but we'll see. Fantastic. Now you're here at the BDO World Trophy for Tungsten Tales. Can you tell us what Tungsten Tales is for those that aren't aware? Yeah, um, Tungsten Tales is a YouTube channel. Um, they cover all darts, so PDC and BDO. So we're here doing some player interviews for uh, the BDO. Um, they do the same for the PDC events, all the majors. Um, and we're just trying to get the brand out there across the whole of darts. But um, 
we're also here in conjunction with the BDO YouTube channel, which is not only for these interviews, but it's also an archive of all the darts on TV going back to as far as we can, really, which is coming along nicely. It's getting bigger. Um, so obviously, if anyone's interested in looking at that, you've got YouTube forward slash BDO darts or YouTube forward slash Tungsten Tales, and you can follow them on Twitter as well, at Tungsten Tales. And just lastly, uh, talking about your own darts, you were top this year of the Middlesex Super League averages. Uh, that was a proud moment for you. Yeah, indeed, yeah. I mean, I've been playing in it since 99. Um, it's the first time I've ever come top. So um, the year before, I came third, and that was my highest up to that point as well. So, yeah, it's really proud because it's my home county where I played youth darts, played county darts. Um, it's the local league to me, and... Um, Obviously surrounded by some great players. Dean Reynolds, who plays in my team, who's just got to the semi-finals here at the World Trophy. Alex Roy, who obviously qualified for the UK Open alongside of Victoria. Um, they're my teammates as well. So even just in my own team, it's, we've got a really strong side. and We won the league for the second time this year. Um, so even to just to be topping my team is, is some achievement, let alone topping the whole league. So, yeah, I was, I was really proud of that. Fantastic. John Scott, thanks so much for your time. No problem. Thanks, Matt. Glad to say I've been joined by Craig Colwell from New Zealand. Uh, Craig, can you sum up how your video World Trophy uh, experience went from a playing perspective? Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed being back here at uh, this venue again. But, um, yeah, a little bit disappointed in my first game. Um, but I see Daryl's playing the final now, so it probably doesn't look that bad. Um, just Mr couple of clutch doubles that could have changed the, the game but yeah something to build on anyway absolutely and what have you made of the whole events uh, it's, it's a new event and it's been on Dave and what have you made of the presentation oh it's fantastic um, I haven't heard one negative comment about the, the TV uh, it's been amazing and to have 12 hours of dark coverage um, you know in one day has been fantastic I can't speak highly enough. Yeah. What, what are your aims now from here? Is it the Auckland Masters to try and qualify for? Um, my main aim is to come back to Lakeside, and I'm just in front at the moment for that race, so I'm quietly confident I can get back here and want to have another go at the World Championships. That's my main goal. And I've got a few tournaments back home, a couple of big ones this month. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Fantastic, Craig Hall, thanks so much for your time. No problem. Delighted to say I've been joined by Paul Brown from the Heart of Darts and Calder. Uh, Paul, firstly, can you give us an idea about what the Heart of Darts is and, and what sort of work that it does? Uh, Heart of Darts is a last resort charity founded uh, 16 years ago by Ian Waller. Uh, our trustees and ambassadors are Ian and his wife Joan, uh, Andy Fordham and his wife Jenny. Uh, last resort charity, we basically, when the NHS and social services say no, we, we will have a look and if we, if we can sort something out, we will do that. So. And it's related to darts and you do, do no, a lot the dart, of... The darts is... Uh, Ian used to uh, help with a charity called uh, Bart's Hearts. Um, Ian was a patient at Bart's Hospital and was very passionate about helping the hospital. And that then moved into Heart of Darts and he's always been friends with Andy and the darts community, etc. So that's where the tie-in was with the heart and the darts. So 
other than the fact that the darting community helps tremendously, it's 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 not darts related. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So you uh, have done some fantastic exhibitions actually this year to raise money f- for the charity. Can you give us an idea or flavour of what those have been this year? It's a mixture. I mean, we've done uh, ten exhibitions to date. Uh, the key feature of them is that the players will play everybody there for a small donation which is typically two pounds and they get a leg with everyone so it's not about just winning the raffle to get a leg with a player Every, everybody can get a leg of two or three or four uh, and, and last Friday's was a, a special example in that everybody must have played every pro for, for, for sure so it, it's about that and watching what they do and, and just having a, a great evening and meeting them and finding out about how they tick so Fantastic. do you have any more of those planned this year yeah the next one is going to be the 23rd of November we've got Daryl Fitton Tony O'Shea Gary Robson and Jeff Smith uh, hopefully Andy Fallen will be along as well so uh, and that, very reliant on the Wimmel World Masters being in London though so if that, if that moves to Manchester, then it would be in jeopardy because it's the eve of the, the World Masters. So fingers crossed for London. Yeah, then. Hope so. But uh, all, all of them, while Jeff have done an exhibition for us before, but Jeff, Jeff has been a great supporter, wearing and buying pins, take back to Canada and everything. So it'd be a great night as well. Fantastic. And talking about the other hat that you wear is uh, with the City of London Darts. Yes. City of London Darts Association was five years old last week. Uh, last week or the week before um, we, we run a singles division we've got eight divisions with around eight to ten players in each one and it goes from the, the novice pub chucker to county players and the odd PDC player has, has taken part as well and it's good fun it's competitive three seasons a year um, and, and a decent format most of the team leagues that people play in are one leg or, or you know maybe three legs or pairs this is singles you get Best of 12 is a minimum for, for the chuckers, up to best of three sets, best of seven legs for the, for the top division. So. And it's multi-venue that as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, we, we used to be all over London, but 98% of the games from one pub, and, the, and that pub closed, the Porter's Lodge. And now we probably have about a dozen venues where people play. They, they have their favourites and places that they'll, that they'll play, but it's gone back to what the whole idea at the start was so I mean, Roger Spencer founded it and Steve Holmes and that, that's the idea was to get darts back into pubs in London and it sadly for a while was darts in one pub in London um, and, and with it closing it meant that we had to go elsewhere and, and do stuff so and yeah absolutely brilliant so starting season 13 next week so hopefully that will be lucky for us that's good so if we sat down in a few years' time, uh, what would be the old ideal aim for Heart of Darts and, and Calder? I mean, for Heart of Darts, it's to continue to be a respected charity within the community of the darts. We're very well supported by the BDO. All the players wear the pin at Lakeside, as you've seen at this weekend with the World Dart Trophy uh, in the World Championships and, and, and all over the world when they play. A few players wear it on the PDC. We understand that they have their charities they support and they're great charities. You know, no one should just support one charity, so that's fantastic. But yeah, just carry on as, as we're doing. Um, yes, there are other ways you could grow, but with growing comes complications. So I, I think as it is... 
yeah, it's, it's, it's all going in the right direction. And, and, and as far as Calder, it's keeping, just supporting pub darts in London. Competitions would be nice to get back. We used to have fantastic, we called it the World Championships. Yes, we've had a Brazilian and a Portuguese player and whatever. It wasn't really the World Championships, but we had a fantastic 18 qualifying events leading up to a £2,000 tournament. We did it three times and it was great success. But because of losing the, the Porter's Lodge, it just it fell apart. Um, it would be lovely to get it back. Whether we can get it back or not, I don't know. Um, you know, we're not the only singles league in London. Paul Butler does a great job with the IDL, uh, which is a multi-venue. You, you, you play out of one venue, but it's, it's, it's fantastic as well. And it just shows how big darts is in London. And it's just sad that more pubs don't get involved. If, if, you know, so many people playing at different venues. You know, have a board here, you'll probably get. Or something or two or three boards and Paul will come in <laughs> so yeah it's, I, I, there's, there's plenty of darts going on in London just not quite as much as maybe there was in, in 10 15 years ago great where, where can people go and find out more information about uh, about these two I, great organisations I think one of the best places to look at is Justin Irwin's site which is um, Capital Arrows um, he, he, I mean he's written a book Murder on the Dartboard and all sorts of stuff like that. but he's got a great website where it's got every pub in London that's got a dartboard and he goes in there he hasn't won many games in many places according, according to himself So, but you know he, know he knows what's going on on the dart scene so that, that's a good place if you want to just find someone to have a chuck at lunchtime or, or whatever um, you know if you, want, if you want to come and join Colder and find out what that's about you can contact we, we've got our Facebook group uh, Paul Butler's got his IDL group, so you know, just just look on Facebook and or Google Darts in London, and we'll probably both come up. And it's just wherever the venues are best for you. So uh, there's there's plenty of opportunity, and team darts as well. If you want to get involved in a team, we can we can always put you in, in touch with something. So which is good. Fantastic. Is there anything you'd like to add at all, Paul? Not oh, really. Sad that Deesa didn't win tonight. Yes, of course. <laughs> You've been cheering on Deesa this weekend. Of course. Yeah. She's one of our ambassadors for Hearts of Arts yeah. and uh, we're very proud of everything she does. Uh, just wasn't to be. So. Thank you so much for your time, Paul. No really worries. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Trina Gulliver, thanks so much for joining us. Can you uh, sum up your tournaments for us this weekend? Uh, it's been poor for me this this weekend. You know, I haven't uh, played well at all, uh, so I'm disappointed. So, uh, but uh, the girls have played well. There've been some great performances. So, women's darts are on the on the rise after this weekend. Do you think? Yeah, again, you know, um, they've been on the rise for a few years now. You know, and. Uh, we're just getting better and better. What have you made of Dave's coverage? They've been brilliant. I have to say, the production has been absolutely fantastic. Can't fault him at all. Fantastic. And what are your aims now for the rest of the year? Uh, my aims now is just to um, concentrate and just, um, you know, a bit more practice and, and just take each tournament as a time. A time. So... Uh, and then work up um, to win more and world championships again. Fantastic. Trina Gulliver, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you Cheers. Delighted to say I've been joined by Tony O'Shea. Uh, Tony, can you sum up how you've played this weekend in the World Trophy? 
Um, I went out the last 16, but uh, it's been a couple of years since I've won a game here, so to win that first round game against Richard Veenstra, who's a really good player, I was, I was chuffed with that, but I had my chances against uh, Peter Machin, and didn't quite go for me, but it proves how well he's played, because he's now in the final, so yeah, it was OK, it was OK. Fantastic, and you've also been doing broadcasting with Dave. How's that been going for you? Um, to be honest, it, it, it's a bit of fun, and uh, I've, I've done a bit of it, especially at the late side this year, because I lost first round. I did. Uh, I stayed the whole week and worked for BT, so it's something I, I do like doing, um, and keeps me away from the bar a bit, to be honest, as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's something that's, that's good fun, and yeah, it's good there's been some fantastic feedback on the coverage that Dave has provided over the weekend. Is that something that you back as well? I mean, obviously, I, I, there was a few people a bit sceptical because it's, it's not a known sports channel. Yeah. Um, they've just dipped the toe in the water with boxing recently with David Hay and, and there was one or two uh, unkind comments. But obviously, they've brought some experts in and the, some of the cameramen and the people who are running it are seasoned darts people and that's shown because it's been fantastic and I haven't heard one bad comment on social media. It's been brilliant. No, it's been fantastic, isn't it? And uh, you won your title in Jersey this year, the first one for a few years, which is good. And what are your aims now for the rest of the year? Um, to be honest, I mean, I've also won the Isle of Man this oh, sorry, year as well. Yes, yeah, right, yeah, yes, yeah, well. I won Jersey last week. So that's right, as long as you keep winning one ranking event a year, it's going to keep you sort of playing all right. So um, I changed my darts recently as well, first time in 22 years. And that is a massive change for me especially hopefully I mean, obviously I won them the same week I won the Alaman the same week because I changed my darts which was a bit strange really but, um, yeah it's a bit up and down at the moment I mean I'm still trying to tweak it with changing flights and stems and but that, that sometimes can take forever so at the moment I'm, I'm quite happy the way I'm playing I'm just not getting the results as I'd like uh, but all in all yeah things are going okay fantastic Tony Shea thanks very much for your time my pleasure my friend my pleasure so Lisa Ashton, many congratulations, you are the BDO World Trophy winner for 2016, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm absolutely so excited as retain it, as the first lady to retain it, so I couldn't be any happier the way I've done this weekend. Can you sum up your final for us? I thought if I just keep playing like I did in the other games and take my chances, is to uh, get a break and I thought if I keep the break and then just keep going, I was happy and I knew and if I could just keep it, I'd happy the way I finished it at the end. You set a new uh, world televised best for women's dance and averaging 98 in an earlier round. How was that? Over the moon. I, I, I didn't know what I'd done until people told me it's just to show that the ladies can play as well as the men. And it's not just me for doing that. There's a lot of the ladies who have played this weekend, but I'm happy to set the records like any other lady can. Great stuff. And it's all been on Dave for the first time. What have you made of the presentation that they've given over the last three days? I think the televised, what they've done this weekend, has been absolutely brilliant. We can't have asked for anything better. All the ratings and the views has been brilliant, even during the men and the ladies. We can't ask for anything better. I think they've been absolutely fantastic this weekend. Great. And uh, what are your aims now for the rest of the year? I've got Green next tournament and then I've got Southsea, so I just do one tournament every time to come to Lakeside. I'm hoping... I'll have another goal next year and hoping, fingers crossed, I can uh, try for the three. Fantastic, Lisa Ashton. Thanks very much for your time. Cheers, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you.
congratulations. Thank you so much. Delphine, you are the BDO World Trophy champion. How does that sound? Well, <laughs> it's not sunk in yet. So yeah. Like I say, um, it's been a long, long day for an old man. Um, I haven't been practicing at all this week. I think I had probably one hour, two hours, uh, and one game of darts on a Tuesday for the Armory in Stockport. Um, it's been a long slog today, but throwing a lot of darts. And I've not played my best. I've just done enough every time to win, and there was still more inside. I saved my energy. In the last four legs, I played quite well. So well, I had to. So you know, Peter was like plugging away and plugging away. And, oh. Yeah, it sounds good. World Trophy champion. So. Was there ever a moment in that final where you thought, right, I've got this now? Yeah, a couple of times I thought, you know, but and then I didn't even see the trophy there one time. I turned around one time, I went, come on, you can do this. And I looked to the side and I saw the trophy and I thought, oh, quick, don't look at it. And I didn't look at it the rest of the time. So, And I've had the trophy about five minutes and they took it back off me again. <laughs> But, uh, I got a nice memento and I've got some brilliant friends here to come and support me. They come everywhere with me, so I'm ashamed my, my daughters can't be here and my girlfriends. They'll all be crying now at home. So I, I was I, I wanted to a few things I wanted to say on the stage but I couldn't because I get quite emotional because it's a bit of an emotional time for us at the moment, and the family and that. So uh, my nephew was supporting me from behind up there and uh, Pauline Stafford as well. That was for her really, but I couldn't sit on there because I would have broke down crying. So, um, what's next for you now? Well, tomorrow morning I fly to Los Angeles. Um, so I have, I've not been drinking today. So a couple of pints of shandy, and I'm a bit. I was a bit nervous. So I don't need to drink to play darts, but I think it does help a little bit. You know, it does. Um, well, it calms the nerves a little bit, and that's the problem. Say so calms the nerves a little yeah. bit. Well, many congratulations again, and thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you.